This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane on the Field of 68, presented by Bet Rivers. Get your Big Ten tournament odds in. Get your Players' Championship odds in. And let's talk about the Big Ten tournament and the awards that Buckeyes won. We're going to jump right to it. Joey, we have EJ Liddell, first-team Big Ten, first-team defense Big Ten, and Malachi Branham, because of us, freshman of the year. What did you think of the awards? Anyone left off, in your opinion? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, I'm just happy, Andrew, that we don't have to riot, um, because that was the, – the claim we were making is we will riot if Malachi doesn't win – was doesn't win big ten of the year and to be honest i i thought there's no way he was gonna win it <laughs> just based on not him but us as a team before it was like you know the reason why malachi Branham should be the the freshman of the year is because he is the second best player on a team competing for a big 10 championship well fast forward two weeks after we said that and we've lost three or four and we didn't even get a first uh, like a, a double buy so and bryce mcgowan's freaking torched us too so when you couple all that together, I was like, well, I don't think Malachi's going to win. But, boom, he wins. Awesome. I don't think you can really have too much of a gripe with that. Um, in terms of all the other – I mean, there's just – Well, I mean, you're missing a key, key, key part about him winning freshman of the year. We got to announce it, technically. Oh, yeah. That was – so, I mean – I, I, I'm in the middle of, I'm, you know, me and Andrew have real jobs, you know, so we're not on Twitter all the time and see everything, but I get a call from Andrew in the middle of the day around lunchtime when the awards were announced. And I was like, well, what could this possibly be about? And he called me and said, dude, check Ohio state's Instagram. And I was like, okay. Like they announced the awards. What do you mean? He's like, well, swipe over. I swiped over and then it's me and Andrew saying, who's the best freshman in the big 10. And he goes, Malachi Branham. And that's how they announced the big 10 freshman of the year being Malachi. That's just, Oh, so also I think, you know, obviously Bryce McGowan's had an unbelievable year. If you're just looking at in the big 10, it really, really helps Malachi, which is, which was huge for him winning big 10 freshman of the year, which was, also probably kind of why EJ didn't win, you know, player of the year because big 10, like before we got to big 10, it was like, this is the big 10 player of the year. And then of course, Wisconsin wins. Oh, I'll get to that. But, but so yeah, but back to, back to your snubs. Yeah. I mean, like, I really have to look at the list again, like and get really in depth. So I'm going to pull it up. So give me one second um, on the top of my mind. Wherever Trent Frazier is, he was snubbed because I think he is the most important guy on Illinois. I think he's the best player in Illinois, which turned out to be one of the one of, if not the best teams in the Big Ten. I know he wasn't on the first team. I don't know if he should be on the first team. Um, but in my opinion, he was snubbed regardless. I know he won. He was on the all defense team, which, uh, you know, obviously that's like that's a given. Um, you know, f- quickly, I'll go through the first the first team. No brainer. That's exactly how I would vote it. EJ, Jay Nivey, Keegan Murray, Johnny Davis, Kofi Cockburn, uh, the walking STD, uh, <laughs> TBT, um, probably, probably don't need to say that, but, uh, um, Kofi Coburn being unanimous along with Keegan Murray and somehow Johnny Davis by the media wasn't voted unanimous, which is hilarious, even though he won player of the year. Um, 
no, n- nothing to talk about there. That's a given. That's well. I think the one thing to talk about is that I texted you this earlier. Like, I think it's arguably the best all conference team, maybe maybe ever, but definitely the best since the team was Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway, Oladipo, Zeller, and Deshaun Thomas. And even that team, I mean, they have four guys who are still in the NBA, but this is like three lottery picks for sure probably another first rounder and then another guy in Kofi who like I think there is a spot dominant player like ever right I think there's a spot for him in the NBA like you look at a team like the Bulls that are begging we were begging for a guy like Kofi to be coming off the bench for the Bulls and they got Tristan Thomas so it worked out like I mean I think this is we're going to look in five years and all five of these guys will still be playing in the NBA that is my opinion which is which is wild yeah yeah I it is the best Big Ten team that I can remember and it's and it's one of the best I mean like Johnny Davis was unbelievable like yeah you know I think about the only guy I can think of off the top of my head that was the I mean Frank Kaminsky one player national player of the year also you know Denzel Valentine national player of the year also besides them Johnny Davis is a I mean he's gonna be a first team all-american he should you know I don't know if he should be the national player of the year but he is 1b if he's if he doesn't win to to Shigwe. so um yeah, I agree with you. That first team is un- unbelievable. Um, the second and third teams, we don't really need to go into them, I don't think, right? I we'll just, be here all day. Exactly. So, uh, the, the, the all-defense team, uh, I mean, awesome. I mean, Jamari Wheeler should be on there. That's, you know, no, nah, like, no. The, the all-defense team is good. The freshman team is interesting um, just because there aren't a ton of great freshmen this year, you know? Like, Max Christie averaged under 10 points a game but definitely belongs on there. Malachi obviously winning it. Bryce McCowan's obviously being incredible. Musa Diabate was unbelievable down the stretch. He missed a game because he threw a punch at a guy, yet he's still on the team, so good for him. And then Chucky Hepburn, I, or Hepburn, I love him being on the team. People were mad that he was on there and not um, uh, Houston from Michigan, Caleb Houston. Um, but Chucky Hepburn was starting point guard on the Big Ten, uh, you know, team of the, uh, the, the team that won the Big Ten, you know, so like – how much does that game winner help him? Like the voting is so fresh. A ton, but he also was very, very good down the stretch. He, his numbers just weren't as good as the other other guys, but like, yeah, whatever. Like winning matters. Winning matters. Yeah. You're so right about down the stretch too, because I think people were like, look, Malachi, like I know not going back to that, but it's like his last seven, eight games, like that's where he won Big Ten freshman of the year. Totally. And he averaged he, he averaged a ton of points a game in the Big Ten, like you said. Shot fifty two percent in the Big yeah. Ten as a guy, the, the the secondary shot maker on the team, and sometimes primary shooting fifty two percent is unbelievable. And the shots he's taken, right? He's not shooting absolutely he's not like Kofi. He's not dunking every time. Yeah, um, so yeah. he's unbelievable. The only the only other thing to mention is Coach of the Year. I think four guys had an argument for it, but how can you not give it to the guy that was predicted to finish tenth in the league? and ended up winning it. I mean, it's just yeah. – so, Greg Gard, very deserving. I would say the second most deserving guy is Brad Underwood, lost his whole staff, and then um, – as well as losing a first-team All-American and then still coming back and winning the first Big Ten title since 0405 for them. Uh, I think that's great. I mean, and obviously arguments can be made for Brand McCaffrey. They're playing the best basketball of just about any team in the Big Ten. And then, obviously, Steve Peichel. They got a double bye. Double by two years ago, they were the they were last place. 
or three years ago in the last place, and now I have double buy. That is insane. I was thinking about this because, you know, I'm always thinking about, like, what am I going to say if someone says, who's the sleeper team to win the Big Ten tournament? Who's the sleeper team to make some noise in March Madness? And it's like Rutgers is is the pick, but, like, are you a sleeper if you have a double buy and you beat no, no, they're not a yeah, You know, like to, to the outside fan looking in, who's maybe just now tuning in, or maybe really only cares about conference tournaments and March Madness. You could like look really smart. If you say Rutgers is a sleeper team and maybe people don't pay attention. They're like, Oh, wow. Great call. They made the quarterfinals. Yeah. What, what people don't understand is Rutgers is squarely on the bubble. They'll get in They're on the right side of the bubble, but they're squarely on the bubble but they have a double buy in the best conference tournament in America, the deepest league in America. They have a double buy yet they're on the bubble because of some non-conference losses, which is just hilarious. You're exactly right. Like Rutgers will be a 10 seed in the NCAA tournament, but they're, you know, a top four team in the best conference in America. It's, it's yeah. remarkable. So, I mean, shout out to Pykele. That dude is a legend. Shout out to Ohio state for, um, for spearheading their resurgence at the end of the year but when with that comeback win. Uh, and shout out to whoever's calling you on the phone that just scared the shit out of me so um so yeah i mean big 10 awards like shout out to ej liddell shout out to malachi malachi was third team also that's awesome i mean he's the first freshman to be uh to make any all-conference team since d'angelo i think so um pretty cool not to be taken lightly uh before we kind of move on to the tournament do you want to give your Andrew Zolden percentage on is Malachi Branham going to the NBA? There really hasn't been a day since I said Malachi Branham's going to the NBA that I've like kind of pulled off of it. I will say this though, like the mock draft people who, who are really into mock drafting, like the ones who their job is like mock draft analyst or draft analyst, not like their job. It, what? Shout out Jeremy Wu. Shout out Jeremy Wu. But, like, not the people who who their job is, like, covers the NBA or covers college basketball and just puts together a list. What I'm trying to say is the people who are super focused on the draft have him in the top 25. The people who are – who are the big name – looking for the big names of college basketball, reading other mock drafts, stuff like that. The ones that get updated, you know, maybe every 10 days, some of them don't even have him in the first round. So, I think – he is going to go to the NBA, but I think part of the reason is because, like, who knows what the team is going to look like next year. Obviously, the team is going to run through him no matter who is on the team next year. But, like, it's just his usage would just going to be crazy next year. Obviously, he could shoot into, you know, maybe the top 10 if he has an unbelievable year. But I also think there will be a like a GM out there that at like 24 is like, like maybe it's a cool trendy team. Like maybe it's like a bulls type team that at 24, that's like, if you're there, we're taking you. And like, I mean, obviously different for me and you from a guy who, you know, has an actual future in the NBA. But like, if someone said that to me, we're like, okay, I'm going to go play on the bulls. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I mean, like, is he going to get drafted? If he goes, of course, like it's probably going to be at the end of the, first round it's just a matter of like what's important to him right like his stock will not drop by him coming back like there's no way you know like think about Jaden Ivey right like he's the perfect example we talked about him before Jaden Ivey was a late first round pick who comes back and turns into a lottery pick and not only a lottery pick was a preseason Big Ten player of the year was a preseason All-American was a like 
I think that shit matters to guys like coming back and like being that dude, like that's important. Like not everybody gets to experience that. He grew up in Columbus. I think that matters. It'll be interesting. It just depends on how in a hurry he is, right? Is he in a real rush to make it to the NBA? Some guys aren't. Right. You know, if he was in a rush, he'd be gone, but he wasn't. He cementing his legacy was important. And granted, EJ hundred percent raised his stock. And I think that EJ is a good example of what can happen to Malachi. Just like EJ went from a 45 to now a 25 pick Malachi could go from a 25 to a 10, you know, like, and I, I think that matters. I, I put it on, I put it at like 70%. He's gone. 30%. I, agree. I, I think a good, a good big 10 tournament game, like literally if he has one good game in the big, Ten it's a good prime time game, whether it's in the big 10 tournament, NCAA tournament, if we win like over under, if we win over three and a half games from now through the end of March, he's gone. Well, the, and the reason being because they're not winning over three and a half games without, without him being a huge contributor. Like, even the game against uh, um, Michigan State, like, he still finished with close to 20. Like, the other the other guys were the story. Like, Joey Brunk was, was the story. Jamari Wheeler was the story. We didn't really t- talk about that game that much. But those guys were the story. And then, oh, Malachi actually finished with 16, 18. You know, so it's like – even if everyone plays their best game, he's still going to get his, which, but I will ask you this about Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey comes back this year and they don't have Edie, they don't have Williams and they kind of stink and they're not a tournament team. Let's say, is he still projected in a lottery? I mean, a guard is so different. You need your assists from other guys on the team. Like I, the way that he, the way that Jaden Ivey plays, like he would have, it didn't really matter. Like he's just, a menace in transition. He doesn't like really like he's not an unbelievable passer kind of turns the ball over a ton. He's not incredible on defense. I don't, I really don't think it mattered who was around him. It did help that the team was better. More eyeballs yeah. on him. Um, you hope if you're, if you're Malachi, you hope that the, the Johnny Davises and the Keegan Murray's of the world don't show up next year. If you well, come back, those guys are long gone, but yeah, no, no, I mean, I'm saying, not those guys. I'm saying like guys who are not even in the two round mocks going into the season, just all of a sudden are all big 10 first team. And then you're right back in the 20 to 25 range. And you came back a year. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I want to be right so badly. If you can't tell. I know. know. No, I, Hey, I can tell. First of all, he's such an awesome guy with it, with the, clearly a great head on his shoulders that whatever decision he makes, I will not for a second argue with it. I won't, it, it, it will make complete sense. I'll be all for it. Obviously we'll support him no matter what, like, just like we did with Dwayne, but like, um, yeah, it's, it's a good problem to have. It's very bittersweet as a Buckeye fan. And it's awesome for him because either he goes and he becomes a bajillionaire and starts his successful NBA career, or he comes back and he's the man leading scorer, on a top tier team in the country and big 10 team. I mean, like we're going to have justice suing. We're going to have a great point guard, whether it's uh, Bruce Thornton or whether it's uh, a transfer, yeah, we're, sure. you know, we're going to have some great big guys. Like we're going to, we're going to have a really good team. So um, it'll be interesting, but let's talk, uh, let's talk some bracket, shall we? Yeah, let's talk some bracket. Uh, great little transition there. So Ohio state is slotted in, at the six seed, 
First thing I'm going to ask you, Joey, they play the winner of Minnesota Penn State. Team like Michigan State plays the 10 seed Maryland. Michigan, Indiana, 8 9. I'm, I'm talking more about Michigan State. Would you rather be locked in and know your opponent, but maybe they're a little better? And, and again, Big Ten tournament, a little better doesn't really mean anything when you're talking 11, 12, 13, 14. Like these teams are kind of all near each other. Or do you like that the team you're playing has to play an extra game? I think I like that my team that it's, 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 it's crazy. Cause it, it's like pick your poison, right? Rest versus rust kind of. Cause like people consider, um, uh, you know, like playing one of those lower seated teams instead of having your matchup set, like you're saying like a disadvantage because the team that wins has played on the court, has played on the rims, has shot on the rims, like is, it has some momentum. They they're feeling good. Like who cares how bad they are? Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, when you're playing a team, you know, already, like you the coaches have way more time to prepare. Um, so you couple that together and you would think on the outside, like, um, you know, I, you, you want to, you want to have your matchup set, even if it's a little better, especially this year. Like I would rather play a Michigan state versus a Nebraska, if it was set right now, because no one's playing better than Nebraska. Granted, luckily for us, we don't have to play Nebraska if Nebraska wins, right? We play Minnesota, who we are a really bad matchup for, and then uh, Penn State, who I hate them with all my heart, and they always have a chance against Ohio State. So all that to say, I sitting here right now in this moment, I would rather have the matchup be set up just because the coaches can prepare and both teams have never played on the court before. But you ask me tomorrow and I might say, you know what, it wouldn't be bad to play the 14th ranked team in the conference who uh, hasn't won a game since, since June of last year, you know, like, so um, right now I'd like to have the matchup set. That's how I feel, but that's, it's just a great question. And these games are happening tonight. So Joey, who's your pick? I'll give you mine, Nebraska Northwestern and then Minnesota Penn state. Poor Northwestern having to play Nebraska. I mean, I don't see Nebraska losing just because they're just hot. They almost swept the weekly awards last week. They won freshman and player of the week last week, which good for them. But no one's literally, they're like the best team in the country right now. Like it's hilarious. So I'll take Nebraska in that game. I think we agree there. And then um, Minnesota's better, but like we're going to play Penn State because that's just how it works. Like Coltman sees Penn state and he goes, I don't want to play Penn state. I don't care if there are a bunch of fourth graders on that team, just those colors and that uniform just makes them hard to beat. So because that's how life and how sports work, we're going to play Penn state. It's like, it's not up to, to who's a better team. It's the fact that the winner plays Ohio state. Therefore it'll be Penn state. All right. So let's move forward to the next, the next round, which is going to be on Thursday, March 10th, which you will be in attendance for all the games. Fingers crossed. I need Kyle Young to come through. I'm actually texting him right now. I need him to come through because some other stuff has happened. Um, so shout out Kyle. If you guys see me on Thursday, it's because of Kyle. All right. So hoping, you, hoping you're there. Um, I have guaranteed a trip to Indy of Ohio State's in the championship. So I have guaranteed not going to Indy. Whoa. <laughs> not so fast. Reverse psychology. But let's look at those games. Um Indiana, Michigan, I think Michigan, March, we know what's going to happen. There's a pretty good chance they're going to be, <laughs> you know, in the quarterfinals, if not the semifinals, because that's just what happens with Michigan in the Big Ten tournament in March. 
I think Michigan beats Indiana. And then I think, I mean, Iowa, Nebraska, who you got there, that's a fun one. Yeah, I mean, just to kind of piggyback off you, Indiana needs to win to make it in the NCAA tournament. And we both have so many Indiana fans. Doesn't Michigan kind of need to win also? I think they're in. I think they're in. Um, Juwan Howard is going to be coaching, and he's a worse coach than Phil Martelli. So, like, that's interesting dynamic to, to look at. I'm going to take Michigan because I just kind of want to see Indiana fans suffer a little bit more. Um, that's what my heart wants, even though I don't – I mean, I'm never rooting for Michigan. I'm rooting against Indiana in this scenario. Um, Indiana in must-win games away from – even at Assembly Hall. Like, they don't win them. So, like – How good is Michigan in must-win games? And, and Michigan is so good. So, and in the Big Ten tournament especially, they're so good. So, uh, even though it's a new regime and everything, I'll take Michigan. I agree with you. Um, the next game, assuming it's Nebraska versus Iowa, the two best teams in the Big Ten right now, honestly, playing-wise. Not who I would take, but playing the best basketball, arguably, besides maybe in Illinois. Um, so, like, I'll take I'll, – Nebraska is awesome, but, like, I got to take Iowa. I think Iowa might win the whole thing. So, um, I, I'm going to take Iowa. I don't – I would love to have – Nebraska is a team that's done the whole playing the first game and still win and, and get and win again. They've done it before. They did it my senior year, I think. So, like, crazier things have happened. Shout out Johnny Drewblood, actually, if you remember that. He was a walk-on that was playing a ton of minutes because they had, like, no guys because of injuries and stuff. And they ended up making it to the second round, and this walk-on was scoring, like, eight points a game. And he just texted me today, which is hilarious. But um, anyway, I think we agree that Iowa's probably going to win that game just because they're on a mission right now. I do. I, I, think, I think it's pretty chalk the second round in what I think is going to happen. Like, I think the higher seed, you know, hopefully Ohio state included all, all takes care of business in that the second round. Seed. Sorry. The, the, this is March man, lower seed, right? The lower seed, the closer, closer to zero. The, the closer to zero, closer to zero seed. But I also like, I feel like Keegan Murray is going to take it up a whole nother notch in the Big yeah. Ten tournament, and which is crazy to say that the leading scorer in the in the conference in the country is going to take it up a notch. But like, that's a guy who's like, hey, I want to be a top three pick. You know, I don't want to be a top eight pick. I want to be third. Yeah, I mean, every year, right? There's a guy that's like, you know, last year was Dwayne. Like every year, there's a guy that just not necessarily puts a team on his back, but it's like, hey, I'm here. I'm unbelievable. And I'm gonna. I'm going to be the major reason why my team goes far yeah. in March. And so I, I agree with you. It's going to be Keegan Murray in that next game, Michigan state versus Maryland. Right. I mean, like talk about Maryland, Maryland and Michigan state just played and Michigan state won. So I'm going to take Michigan state just because of that. But Maryland's got a little recipe for success in March where even though they're not well coached, really, they've got mm-hmm. two awesome guards. Um, so that should be really, really interesting. I'll take Michigan state. And then we don't need to talk about the Ohio state Penn state game, just because like we've talked about Ohio state so unbelievably much this year. Uh, either honestly, thank God just on paper. Um, we match up really well with Minnesota and Penn state. So like, that's honestly kind of like a good draw for us, but like, who cares? Cause it's March. Um, so It'll be really, 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 really interesting to see what happens then. It'll be really interesting. All right, let's let's fast forward to the Friday games, which would be the quarterfinals. At this point, it's like kind of pointless to talk about the matchups because we know it's not going to be what we're saying right now. But 
I'm going to ask you a couple potential questions, and then, you know, we'll each pick a, a championship game. Ohio State-Purdue. Okay, the first time Ohio State played Purdue, it looked like Purdue was infinitely better than Ohio State. And then in the same game, it looked like Ohio State could play with any team in the Big Ten. Purdue has lost games. They, you know, they aren't – I really don't think they're as good as everyone makes them seem, but they are very good. We're not the scariest team in the Big Ten, that's for sure. I – have do not have confidence and I would love them to win but I do not have confidence in pick like last year we were like Ohio State to the championship Ohio State to the championship. like I do not have confidence we were, right. <laughs> we were right I do not have Ohio State I do not have confidence in again for all you listeners like your dad I'm not saying I don't want them to win <laughs> I'm saying I don't and last time we did this they beat Illinois but I don't have confidence in them beating Purdue do you think there is a a recipe or a, or a way that they can. I'll tell you what the recipe is. It's pretty straightforward. It's the exact thing that I talked about earlier. We will have played a game on the court. We will have hope. If we win that game, we'll have some momentum, some feel good going into the night, going into Purdue. Um, the only problem is Purdue's playing a friggin' home game because it's an indie. Um, but throw that all away the we will have some momentum we have momentum from the last time we played them right like we were better for the last 10 minutes of that game um so put those together i think that that's part of a recipe for success i, I also think like it's freaking march man like crazy things can happen in march like yeah we don't match up well with them but now joey brunk has proven he can give us way more minutes and can guard zach edey which yeah. he couldn't really guard zach edey last time or at least play with zach edey so I think as a whole, right, the Purdue matchup is part of Ohio State's road. As a whole, I kind of like our draw. Um, do I think that means we're going to win the Big Ten? No, we're not playing great basketball right now. Like, that's an important factor in winning the Big Ten is who's hot. Um, do, do I think we can win the Big – can win the Big Ten? Sure. Do I think we're going to? No. But I like our draw. Like I said, yeah. we match up well with Minnesota and Penn State. Purdue, uh, of the top four teams to play – Purdue is probably the the team I'd like to play besides Rutgers the most right now. Um, and then when you move on from there, would you rather play in Illinois or Wisconsin? It's not even close. I'd rather play Wisconsin. We beat the crap out of Wisconsin earlier this year. And like, they like, yeah, they're great. And they won the big 10, but like take Johnny Davis out of the game. They can't do anything. And so if like, you're listening, people are going to say, well, what do you mean? You would want, rather play Wisconsin. It's not, Ohio State would rather play Wisconsin than Minnesota. It's just if you're choosing between Illinois or Wisconsin, right, exactly. Wisconsin. Like I just think big, big picture. We miss Nebraska. We miss Iowa. We miss Illinois. We miss Michigan. All these teams that are playing great basketball right now, they're on the other side of the bracket. We don't see them until the championship game. Like that's why I kind of like Ohio State's draw. Granted, like you got to play good basketball. You got to rebound the ball. You got to take care of the ball. But like, Purdue doesn't scare me as much anymore. Now I'm saying this, they'll probably beat the shit out of us, but Purdue doesn't scare me as much as, as Iowa scares me. Wisconsin doesn't scare me as much as Illinois scares me. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like, I kind of like our draw, dude. We got to be, I, it's so funny because I think Purdue's a tougher game to win than Wisconsin. We play Purdue first. Um, and, you know, last year and how most tournaments are. They are, they, they are the, the better seed. So that does make sense. Oh, Purdue's oh, a better team. You're saying Purdue is a harder team than Wisconsin. Yeah, I'd rather play Wisconsin oh, yeah. than Purdue. Yeah. yeah. So, like, last year, right, like, we played 
Minnesota, who was, you know, not that good. Then we played Purdue, who was a little bit better. Then we played Michigan, who was awesome. And then we played Illinois, who was incredible. Like it went up that ladder. And this year it's like, we're going to play a team that's solid that first game, right? They're, they're good, not great. Then we're going to play arguably the best team in the Big Ten in the next game if we win, Purdue. Then we play a team that maybe doesn't have as much firepower but is but was statistically awesome, right? They won the Big Ten. And then we play someone who's playing incredibly great basketball, whether it's in Iowa, whether it's a Rutgers, whether it's in Illinois, uh, maybe it's Nebraska. Like, you know, like then we play them in the championship. So it's um, it'll be interesting. I like our path. That's all I'll say. I like our path as opposed to what it could have been. So that's us discussing Ohio State's journey to the the Big Ten championship. Let's say Ohio State loses to Purdue. Let's just play this game, okay? I I think the final four of this, if I was filling out a bracket, I would have Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Purdue, which is obviously three of the top four seeds, but Iowa instead of Rutgers. But then I really, like, I don't have an answer to who, like, any of the four, any any of the top five teams winning the Big Ten, including Rutgers, really top six, including Ohio State, like, it just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be crazy. I've been saying, you know, for, like, really a month now, like, Iowa is is going to show up in March. One. First time ever. But this is also the first time ever where they, like, haven't really been that good during the year. You know, they're, like, reverse Iowaing. They are reverse Iowaing, for sure. They're reverse Iowaing. So, I, I think you're looking at – I think you're looking at Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue. I mean, what what's the title game that people want? Like, what's a rematch? What's a good game that people want? I, I let, let me tell you what I want. <laughs> okay. I want to see Illinois and Wisconsin fucking play in the championship. I'm so sick – of the co-champ bullshit. I tell you this all the time. I've been saying it for years, for years. And, th- and you've, you've kind of disagreed with me on it, but on this, this year in particular, when they have the same record, but one beat the other head to head. Andrew, who cares? You apparently me, but that's why I'm saying, put them, let that, let that be the championship. The two, yeah. t- they're two co-champs. I love let's that. See them play. I love that. Um, I love I, I love that. The reason well, why they probably I, won't play. They'll probably just agree that they both won the Big Ten championship. Uh, dude, it's a regular season championship. Like, let them both have a trophy, dude. Like, come on. Like, How many trophies do they make 14 just in case? No, but they probably make two or three when it's coming down to see who many how many can possibly win. Um, they probably have a ton of them sitting there just waiting to be engraved. Uh, probably had a mass order back in the day. You think the um, trophy factory is in Indy? Everything's in Indy. No, I would think the trophy factory is probably somewhere overseas. <laughs> um, but no, I the cha- I won't do my final four and shit. Who cares? Like, who knows what's gonna happen? I, I'm so biased; it's ridiculous. I mean, the championship game that people would want to see, like, first of all, people want to see Iowa play Illinois because, like, that game was awesome, and Iowa and Illinois fans hate each other. Illinois won five straight against Iowa. Um, so people want to see that. Um, Minnesota, or, uh, Minnesota, Purdue and Wisconsin was an awesome game as well last week. Um, so people would love to see that rematch. I think that that would be awesome. I would love a Purdue Illinois championship. Cause I think those that been, was awesome. Th- that game was awesome. And I think they've been the two best teams all year. So um, I, I think that would be awesome. And selfishly, like it would be awesome if we got an Illinois uh, Ohio state 
championship because uh, we only played once and we beat them, they would be, I mean, I'm afraid that they would just murder us. But if they didn't, if they didn't, and we won the Big Ten championship beating Illinois, uh, like that would, nothing would make me happier unless maybe we beat like uh, Michigan or Indiana. Um, but in terms of fan bases, like nothing would make me happier than beating Illinois. So, um, so yeah, those are some of the things to look out for, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I work at a company, um, that's owned by Berkshire Hathaway and every year they announce like, Hey, Warren Buffett is going to give you a million dollars. If you get the first two weeks, right in the March madness tournament. And I sit there and like, I watch college hoops for a living basically. Right. Like that's all I do. And there's no shot that I'm going to pick any of these right. So why even try and pick? That's so, why. That's why I think it's going to be uh, Illinois, Wisconsin. Got, I'm going to get close, one and two. Yeah, you'll get half of it, hopefully. Yeah. Also, there's so many what ifs. Is Johnny Davis fully healthy? If not, they're not coming anywhere near the championship. Are Kyle and Zed and Michi going to play? If not, I don't know at all what's going to happen with Ohio state because Joey Brunk is a superhero now. So who knows? Like, I don't know who you want to have more minutes, Joey Brunkers. So like, there's so many what ifs. If, if Ohio state is healthy, they become one of the better teams in the big town again. You know, like they just, it's been just a weird year for them, right? Like they just have no consistency. Um, so it'll be interesting if Kyle's not playing in the big 10 tournament, he'll be playing in March madness. Cause he'll have a ton of time to do so. I mean, I've hung out with the guy. I played last year. In March Madness? No, because he got a concussion yeah. in the uh, second half. Him in March Madness this year, man. I know. The Purdue game last year where he um, had like 22 points in the first half, like five threes, was had his career high going nuts, and then he got a concussion on like the last play of the half mm-hmm. and then missed the rest of the year. Like that – people don't talk about that enough. I mean, like injuries are just so fluky, man. They screw everything up. So – Ohio State's healthy, just like if Wisconsin's healthy, just like if um, uh, uh, Jacob Grandison on Illinois, he's a big part of Illinois too. He's not healthy. So, like, guys got to get healthy. Uh, Patrick McCaffrey didn't play for Iowa. He's a big part of their team too. Get, teams got to get healthy. So, we shall see. Um, that's why March is beautiful. And uh, it's going to be a blast. It's just going to be – it's the best time of the year. I agree. Just- my, my final question – it's going to be madness. My final, my final question to you. Okay. I think Ohio state could get as high as maybe a four seed if they run the table and win the big 10 tournament. And I think they could drop as low as a seven seed. Like I think a lot would have to, like they would have to lose that first game and the team slotted in seven would have to make some noise. Like Iowa, I think was behind them at six, like in Lenardi's thing. So like if Iowa wins a few, you know, you never know what happens. Like, but I think you're looking at a, a – and it's funny because they're a sixth seed in the Big Ten tournament, but, like, I think you're looking at a, a sixth seed in, in March Madness. Yeah, what's your question? My question – I guess I kind of my, – my question was going to be what seed do you think they'll be, but then I – you're right, I, I answered it. I agree. If gun to my head, I'm going to say sixth seed. I think they win uh, – who knows? Five seed would be fun, but we all know that five seeds get upset the most. Six seed would be would be fine, but we all know that uh, Illinois or uh, uh, Iowa State lost to Ohio State as a six seed. Um, do you still think? Do you still think this team should make the Sweet Sixteen? Because I am kind of off that bandwagon right now. If they're not fully healthy, like people are going to think Holtman should w- make it to the Final Four this year. 
which is a little like I'm not I'm actually not joking. Yeah, people are so stupid. Yeah. Like I think you can this team can should not under any circumstance lose in the first round of March Madness. I think we're in agreement yeah. with that. Correct. That's an upset. Right. But but it's not always an upset, you know? Like sometimes like like if Rutgers and like you said, Rutgers gonna end up being a ten or eleven seed, like they might be favored as a ten or eleven yeah. seed. Yeah. But like they should win. And then any other game that they win after the first round, I think is going to be like a exciting gritty battle. Cool. Yeah. I think uh, it just depends. I mean, you know, if we get matched up with like a three seed, I'm thinking of like a Villanova. Like, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And that's like, sorry, we didn't beat Villanova. Like Jesus, everybody, yeah. you know, but, but yeah, like I think what it boils down to is, a sweet 16 is a still a successful season for the Ohio. That's like, if they win a game, it's like, hell yeah. But is it a successful season? I don't know. They stumbled so much on the stretch, blah, 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 whatever. We weren't healthy. Got to win one game. If you win two, it's like, hell yes. So um, we shall see. I, I, I saw. Two, we're going to say they can win it all. You know, I saw, of course, I, I saw a bracket that had us playing Memphis and then Villanova. If we won, like, come on, why us? Why us? Memphis kind of stinks though. So, but but they're playing Rutgers ball right now in Iowa ball. Best basketball is in Nebraska ball. No, no, Memphis is different. Memphis just, they just freaking pounded Houston. Houston's not that good. Yeah, Houston stinks. And Memphis, they every game the teams they go nuts when Memphis wins. They're like, oh, now they're playing at their level. And then when they lose, it's like, ah, they're young. Like every game, so. Whatever. I don't want to play Memphis. I hate being a sixteen because you're going to play a high major team first round. Like, that's kind of scary. Um, and then if you win, obviously, you're playing one of the best teams in the country. So, we shall see. Yeah, I don't – I just, like, kind of want to, like, not even have – I'm, like, just going to be so nervous during the March Madness camp this year because, like, Mizzou as, like, a one seed, like, that's so rare, you know, so. And shout, out, shout out Kobe Brown, all SEC second team. Uh, in the CBI, they'll be a one seed? They're not making the CBI. They're making the suck invitational, the SI. Dude, not nice. We like Coach Martin. Shout out to Coach Martin. The suck invitational. Didn't Goodman say they should make a, a division with, uh, what was it, like Boston College, Ohio State, or not Ohio State, Boston College, Mizzou, and Georgia. Washington. Georgetown. Oh, Georgia, man. Mizzou beat them. They're bad. Yeah, how about uh, the, the SIT, the Suck Invitational Tournament? That's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, the SIT. Congrats, congrats to Georgia, Missouri, and Georgetown on being three of the four top seeds in the SIT. The SIT, as in you're out. You don't have any more games left. You're like sitting. Sit, as in you're sitting on your couch watching the games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Any last words? Uh, no, follow us on Twitter. We'll be doing some Twitter spaces here before games, after games, after big wins. Um, so check us out there at Drive the Lane Pod. Um, as the tournament goes on, we've talked about it. We'll be talking more and more about your favorite teams, whether you're an Indiana fan, an Illinois fan, a Michigan State fan, uh, whatever the case may be. We're going to be talking. Uh, we're not going to stop abruptly like we did last year when Ohio State lost. Like we're going to give you content through the end of the season. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty crazy that we're wrapping up year three. And I think the one thing that we have to do to break the curse, Andrew, 
because Ohio State has not won a, uh, they have not won a March Madness game since we started this podcast. I think we have to mention it now. Yeah, I pointed it out to you the other day. Of course, little asterisks, the one tournament that was canceled and then a big upset last year, but they have not. They have not won a March Madness game since started drive the lane, and they've been ranked as high as number three. And number one, they've been ranked as high as – weren't they number one? When? Weren't they number one two years ago? Two. 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 All right, they've been ranked as high as number two since we started this podcast, and they have not won a March Madness game. That is wild. And Kyle Young has been on all of those teams. Twice. Kyle Young has played six years since we started this podcast. We're saving the greatest joke that you've ever come up with for this the tournament. That's when we'll release the Kyle Young joke, and I'll remind you what it is after. Okay, um, did you know that me and Kyle are the same age? Yeah. Did you know that me and Kyle are the same age? Well, I, I just think it's a little bit funnier because I've been out of basketball for three years and Kyle Young is the same age as me and is still Crazy. playing. Crazy. Holy moly. Shout out to Kyle, man. He's a dad. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Dad and still playing college basketball. Not like a like a 19, 20-year-old dad. Like it's like he's like probably above the average age of when people have their first kid. Yeah, and I mean, while we're here, we might as well talk about the Players' Championship um, being in TPC Sawgrass. Quick, quick, quick. This is the Big Ten episode. Who, who's your pick? I got a bunch of picks as I was I thinking. One guy. Pick, pick a guy. Um, I like Brooks Kepka. This is the biggest purse of the entire season, Andrew. So you got to factor in, like, I'm in this fantasy golf league, right? You pick one guy and then you can't pick him again. And all the points are based on how much money they earn. And because this is the biggest purse, I think I'm going to use a big gun. And I think I'm going to use John Rahm this week. I think I'm going to use John Rahm. So we'll see. I've got a couple guys. Brooks, I'm going to wager on for sure. But I'm going to pick a top guy this week. Maybe Justin Thomas. I mean, I bet on – I put the most amount of money I took on Rory. So I'm doing something similar. But like well, – not, not He's not a top guy. Odds wise, he's like top seven. Right. Yeah. I'm just thinking in the world, top five. Yeah. So, whatever. Buckle up, drive the lane. Go, Buckeyes.